I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Accept the truth, even if and silent. I cannot like what it is, and it might not even be the truth. No, it might not be the truth. It might not even be the truth. Oh, that me knowing you. <laughs> okay, so <It's> podcast. <laughs> Men do this thing like, oh, you can't handle the truth, but it's like the but way you that cheated, though. Oh god, <laughs> like, what the heck? Hi everyone, it's Beatrice, it's Tammy, and it's Sharon, and welcome to the PTS podcast. (laughs) God of miracles. So low. Uh -uh. Sharon, you sound run down. What's going on? Hi everybody, this is the BTS podcast. (laughs) This is the BTS podcast. This is the BTS podcast. Is it not the BTS podcast? Yeah, but you know, we have to be like, hey, it's the BTS podcast. Yeah, you go up in it, you don't go down. Okay, so podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome in it. Another episode. Not welcome Back again. Consistency, like Sharon said in the last one. <laughs> just this is just this about one is, this one is consistency on on a struggle. <laughs> oh, for real. just about... by force, by force, by force. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, um. I was gonna say how are you guys, but um, before that, obviously Sharon. Tomorrow is today. Oh, it's true. I was thinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, tomorrow's my last day at work. It's true, man. Mm. The end of a chapter, man. How do you feel? I feel alright for now. To be fair, how um, long were you there for? Over two years. Wow. Um, I feel alright for now. To be fair, but I know tomorrow and Friday will be quite emotional just because. Tomorrow we have our summer party. Don't ask me why we're having a summer party in almost October. I'm not I kidding. was gonna say, summer. Yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a clue. I think it's because we were trying to do it in summer, but then there were like lockdown rules that so just kept getting delayed. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, we can finally do it now on September thirty first or whatever date that will be, um, or thirtieth rather. Um, but yeah, I feel fine for now. But I've got my leaving drinks. So summer party's tomorrow, and everyone will be there. And then. Got my leaving drinks on Friday. Um, but you're not working on Friday? No, not working on Friday. I so actually was to... going to, but then I was like, I'm just going to be so tired from the summer party. So what's the point? Like, I'm just going to... Okay, so you took it... Did you take it off as leave or did you just literally just have your last No, day? so contractually I can finish tomorrow. Okay. But I was just going to do it to the end of the week because I was just like, oh, I might as well. Yeah. Um, But then when I realised that some party was the day before, I was like, no, why am I waking up early to... Impossible go and drop my laptop into the office that I'm not doing that 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've actually got a lot on to me. I've got a lot to do. I need to travel to clients. So I had to drop my laptop then. Mm-hmm. Office to drop my other one. I've got my like I've got another exit interview. I've had literally like three. Mm-hmm. I've got my last one tomorrow and like a few other mine. Yeah, man, it's mad. I can't believe I'm leaving consulting. I think that's the biggest. Um, I think that's the biggest shock for me. Mm. But you never know what could happen in the future, Sha. Yeah, for real. Love that. Love that. Apart from that, though, how was your week? How was your weekend? Um, weekend was good. Obviously, it was our friend's twenty fifth birthday, and it was so fun. Like it was really fun. Mm. Like proper well organized. Mm. I mean, it's true, you know. <laughs> well organized, right? Mm. Yeah, it was. everything what worked so um smoothly. Mm-hmm. Even to the even like the whole the people coming setting up and then we finished our food like we didn't have to rush our food or anything. Mm. And then the people came like as we were like getting ready for like the next part of the of like the event mm. um, and stuff like that. And then like the people that came to like after the the games night to like pick up the rest of the stuff. Yeah, like everything just worked out really smoothly. It was fun. oh, that's actually true because like, I am. Um, I left around midnight. When did they, yeah, so did when did they come well. to collect the um, balloons? Yeah, the balloons. Just like literally after after the games, like, like around mid, like half past midnight, maybe, I think. Okay. Um. So yeah, like obviously everything was done. Um. People were just like mingling, chatting and stuff. And then, yeah, she came to to collect the balloons. Mm. Uh, everything worked out smoothly had a bit of a uh, mishap on the Saturday <laughs> um, because basically our friend rented an Airbnb for the weekend and I got there first um, so I obviously let myself in or whatever and then I was on the phone to my friend and I was like yeah when you come call me because the way the house is set up the living room is on the first floor so, like, you can't always hear the doorbell when it rings if you're upstairs. And also, I was editing the podcast. So I had my AirPods in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, she called me and she was like, yeah, I'm outside. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I heard, like, what sounded to me like knocks on the door. And I was thinking, I literally just said, I'm coming to open the door. Like, why is she knocking on the door? Mm. And then as I came out, she was like, Sharon. And I was like, what? She was like, they literally, like, these random people just threw eggs at the house. And I was like, what do you mean? So wait, so she was outside at the time? Yeah, like, literally, as as Adesola and Michelle and Diva pulled into the house, yeah, like, literally, like, the people were behind her throwing eggs. <sighs> then Michelle was like, duck! And then <laughs> they, all, like, <laughs> they all went back into the car. And obviously, I so they did. So they did see black people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know because I remember I was, I was saying, how do they know that there's black people in there? Also, I had got come in and out of the house a lot of times. Like, basically, I had a lot of stuff, so I couldn't do it all in one trip. So, I put my, I like obviously parked and stuff, and then, well, basically, I parked on a separate street first of all, and then I walked to the house, and then I realized like, oh, where I've parked is actually too far. So I came and I came and parked in. The, in front of the house and then I went into the house came out of the house I probably went in and out of the house like three or four times so like they would have known that I was in the house um and then it was when Adesola pulled up <clears throat> that they threw I, initially I thought it was just two eggs but we, the next day we realized that there were actually like four to six eggs <laughs> um 
yeah and like obviously it was like all over the front of the house on the door on the floor the egg like when they threw it like shattered on my car so like um there was like egg all over on my windscreen my bonnet my boot as well there were cracks of eggs I didn't really I didn't see this till the next day on the top of my car as mm. well um so yeah it was like all over my car it was actually very annoying like because yeah I was like I can't obviously leave it like this because the, in the morning the egg is going to get hard and it's going to be even harder to wash and also like people are going to be coming to the house like can't just have like egg just chilling on your car like <laughs> that's so disgusting <laughs> um like I'm very embarrassing so I was, so I had to well I'd said and I um wash the front of the house this is by the way like 11 p.m now it's like no it's like 10 30 11 p.m and there was no like light in the front of the house so we were having to use our torches on our phones to like see what we were doing no. there was no sponge so we had to use a mop to wash the car and the door and yeah it was just a mess um oh, gosh it was just so horrible so anyway we did the best that we could with the you, you appliances that we had um and then yeah obviously motive whatever blah, blah, blah. Then basically I was going to stay till the Monday. Um, But it got to like 2am and I was like helping clean up and stuff. I was just like washing plates and stuff like that. And I just thought on my days, like I actually have meetings in the morning and the traffic in the morning, especially because I have to go through Dartford Tunnel. I could just imagine that it was going to be way longer to get home. So at 2.30, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going home. (laughs) So then... um, and then in the morning, I decided to text me, and she was like, "Sharon, they threw onions this mm. morning." Wait, what? And I was like, "What?" And she showed me pictures, and they threw whole onions. And I was like, "Thank God my car wasn't there because with that, like something as big as an onion, they threw onions." Yeah. Oh my god! At the house, um, something as big as that. I don't know if it would have necessarily like. No, I wouldn't have done anything, but it's. I don't know if it would necessarily have like hit, like done anything to my windows or whatever. You could have smashed your window. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Either way, like, why would you want? You wouldn't want anything in front of your car. Do you know what I mean? Um, And it would have definitely hit my car with the way that they had. Was the Sarah's car there as well? Yeah, but it was on. It was on this other side. They didn't throw it on that side. Mm -mm. So anyway, Sha. Um. So then. Oh gosh, this story is so long. Sorry, I didn't realize it was going to be this long. So anyway, I helped Adesola write out a message to send to the man. <clears throat> um, and as she, so she came out like she had like checked out and stuff, and was just sitting in the car in the drive. I think she was sitting in the drive. Um, so anyway, she sent the message, and then as she was about to leave, she realized there was like a guy just standing there. Mm. She put her window down, and she was like, "Oh hi, are you?" And then the name of the owner of the house. And then he was like, yeah. And he was like, I've just seen your message. I'm really sorry about that. He was like, it's happened before. You're joking. But it hasn't happened for like six months. Um, and he was like, that's why we've got a camera at the front of the house. Because um, basically, like, they're 15 year olds. And every now and then, they literally just like, they do this sort of thing. Mm. And he reported it to the police. Um, but the police said they need evidence, which is why there's a camera but then my thing is I don't think that the camera is really going to pick it up like that just because like I said 
there's no light at the front of the house and it was very very dark when this happened yeah, unless it's them cameras that um you know you know those ones that are made for like for nighttime yeah thing. for nighttime yeah they had the inbuilt light within it hopefully but in terms of like picking up their faces i mean i don't know i guess it depends like how close they got but um yeah man so Mm. That was our weekend. How can I tell my friend that that happened? And she was like, "What? What kind of omelette were they trying to make at the front of the house?" I was like, yeah. "Oh, good night." <laughs> Honestly, oh, whole meal. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to make breakfast. That is so funny. Anyway, Sha. Um, yeah, that wasn't like that. Like, obviously, it was annoying, but it wasn't that deep. Like, we still had. Well, I still had. Yeah, like, compared really to the whole and stuff. But yeah, definitely need to go and get my car washed. Mm. Damn, yeah. I swear there's always Wahala with Airbnbs, like, mm. it's never smooth. It's never, never, ever. Um, how about you, Tammy? I mean, obviously we were at the same thing, but anything else? Yeah, I was going to say that I really enjoyed um, Sunday. I really enjoyed the games night. Mm. Shout like, out to them. What's, what is it? My friends are your friends. No, I think it's your friends are my friends. Oh, sorry, your friends are my friends. My bad, y'all. <laughs> So yeah, I really enjoyed that because at first I was like, oh, "This is too much." Of, I'm tired. I'm tired. They're getting telling us to get up, um, make do. What's left? One, two, three. I, I, <laughs> I was just like, oh, "Why don't we just do the one where we sit down and everybody exposes their, you know, mm. that side of their life?" Oh, and then, because that's, um, <laughs> that's what happens at games nights. But then, like, when you actually think about it, like the games were really different. The best game was the song one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the best one. Because it was so... Even though our team lost, hmm. it was still... <laughs> it was still really fun. Like, mm. I just... I don't know. I had a good time. Like, I didn't think it would... Um... And you know, like, people don't really shut up and things like that. So it was good mm-hmm. that mm. we were actually able to play the games and stuff. And, mm. yeah, the whole day was just really nice and things like that. Food was nice. Yeah, just had a had a nice time. Even though it was just like one day, it just felt it felt like more than one day. I don't know. Yeah, man, flipping it, I was knackered, bruv. That next yeah, day, I was tired. yeah, I was with tired. work was a struggle. I had to tell my team like, give me the morning to like, don't give me anything too mad this morning. Like, let me just work on my own pace, and then you can start doing what you can start asking for updates in the afternoon because I was knackered. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, I was like, my dad was like, you look so tired. And I was mm. like, yeah, I'm really tired. Yeah. yeah, man. What about you, Beatrice? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously went to the same... Sorry, one second. Just delete something. Went to the same um, birthday celebration on Sunday. And yeah, I had a really good time as well. Um I'm trying to think what else I've done. I mean, on on the sun on the Saturday, um, I went to go and get my hair done, uh, some came rose in because like I'm just like I don't think you guys understand how sick and tired I am of wigs. Like wigs right now for me are, is literally like my worst nightmare. Like the idea of sitting down and gluing a wig onto my head right now scares me. Yeah, don't worry, I know. Uh, yeah, like, like, honestly, it, it's I haven't so worn a wig since um. Actually, so year, early December. I've never haven't worn a wig. That is so mad. That's yeah. basically a full on year soon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the only reason I'm going to wear a wig is probably for my birthday, and I'm going straight back to Brits. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. I hear it, man. Honestly, but yeah, like I've just um, 
just so sick and tired of of wigs. Um, so yeah, went to go and put in some cane rows in, um, and then went to a nail shop in Camberwell, which was um really nice actually. Like it was just like a normal nail shop, but um, with me, if you know me, like before I go anywhere, I always check out like reviews, like on Google or TripAdvisor, wherever there's reviews, I'm there looking, regardless of what it is. And they had like decent reviews. So I thought, yeah, let me go. So I was going to go to Lily's now. So I think Sharon said she's been there in, Pe- in um, Peckham. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I said, no, let me just try this place. And actually they were really good. And he basically like, I, I mentioned to him that, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, trying to grow my nails. Because for me, like when it comes to the whole nail thing, like I can't lie to you. I don't really, I don't actually really care. Like, because most of the times my nails are done and most of the time they they've got I just do normal acrylic and you know what I mean and just mm. keep it stepping but I thought you know what like I I just feel like you know what let me just give it a bit of a break um so I basically asked him like does he think that I can you know do my natural nails and he was like yeah like go ahead like let's try it and he was really really nice actually and he did a really good job um so I know that next time when I go and do my hair like if if I need to do my nails, I'll definitely go to that shop because obviously it was still like London prices compared to Essex prices. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, apart from that, then that was it, innit? Then back to work. God damn, this life is sad, man. No, nah, I actually can't believe that the weekend is only two days. Wow. Mm. Like by Saturday wow. night, I'm already I'm already sad that tomorrow. Yeah, because you're prepared. Exactly, exactly. You li- <laughs> like honestly, I feel like throughout the whole weekend, the only time when I'm really truly happy is Friday evening. Mm. Yeah, and Saturday morning. Even Saturday, even Saturday afternoon, like, afternoon evening <laughs> is still a bit too techy. It's too close because you you then think, okay, cool. Like, I only have one more day's rest, and especially if you've got plans on that day. You're just like, oh my god, like I'm not gonna be able to like fully rest before work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's only like Friday evening. And that's why I like it when people do like if people just ask me like would like let's do something this weekend, like I'd rather actually book it for Friday evening and just have like my Saturday evenings kind of just a bit more like quieter because mm. a messy Saturday evening can def will definitely ruin your Sunday. And when yeah. you've got a Sunday that you're just using to recover. Or more, you sleep and then you wake up and it's Monday. And you're just thinking, what the heck is all this? Yeah, pretty but, much. Yeah, man. Damn. It is. But you know, this weekend I've got um, I've got a work do. Um, weekend. Not the weekend. Sorry. I Tomorrow. Was say they could never <laughs> catch me they at work the weekend. Sorry, sorry. It's Thursday and Friday. Um, and you know these people now. There's a fancy dress. So like, ordered my outfit tried it on i think i know i'm, I'm gonna basically be going as peter pan um <laughs> <laughs> and cool. uh, i'm looking forward to it apparently it's a really nice it's a it's a really nice hotel anyway um and i think they've got like spas and stuff so i might even book a, a treatment as well during the time there but um that's the only thing that i'm looking forward to and i've got a wedding and then that's it but, um, yeah this I know petrol you situation hey i God. mean it hasn't really affected me in terms of getting petrol but it affected me in terms of getting home and like I'm still not over the pilgrimage I had to mm. do to get home on Saturday. It's such a mess. Mm. When Friday, you went, when you went to go and get because I saw your snap, how long were you in the car for? Like three minutes. Oh, so it was really quick for you? Yeah, it was so quick. Basically, 
my mum, I don't know if you like heard what I said, but my mum like called me because she'd gone to Sainsbury's in the morning to go and do a food shop. And so she called me and she was like, and I was thinking, why is this, <laughs> why is this woman calling me? But like, why is my mum calling me this early in the day? And then she was like, oh, there's petrol Sainsbury's that like, come quickly. So I was like, okay. So now I, I quickly went to go and get it. And I literally was in the queue for like, not even three minutes. Like I was, the car ne- didn't stop. Like I was driving the whole time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I didn't have to wait or anything. So anyway, mm. got to the pump. But <laughs> my thing is, is all, I always pick a pump where the pump is right beside the the nozzle. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> the pump is right beside the place that I need to like fill up my car. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's on the same side normally. Yeah. Um, but this time I had to like, like the pump had to go around my car. Oh, was there only one pump? What do you mean? Like, why couldn't you go to one? That oh, no. So one? basically, there's somebody that tells you where to go. So, like, there's a. They're saying, like, okay, pump number five is free. Uh-uh. Pump, number... <laughs> pump number three is free. So she's like, she like to... a church. Not sorry, coming sorry. Like the parking attendant in them church, fam. No. Oh, yeah, I, so, I can't lie. I feel like that's why the queue was also quite quick because there were people that were. There were like three people at the petrol station directing people Mm-mm. where to go. So, anyway, she was sorry, like, okay. sorry, before you, before you go on, yeah. I saw someone snapped at this. <laughs> they were saying that only essential workers can get petrol. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? You're this is giving me deja vu from, you know when they said that essential workers can go to Tesco early yeah, to go yeah, and shop? Yeah. I was like, what mm. is this? That is hilarious. Um, so yeah, so she was like, oh, pump number one is free. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went to pump number one now. Obviously, pump number one is like not beside i don't what is that thing called what where you fill up your car like where you fill up the petrol in your car the thing sha that you put you know what i'm trying to say yeah the flip the flippy thing yeah yeah yeah, that thing um so anyway is on the other side so i'm having to like pull the pump the whole way around my car and I, I never normally do that mm. and I just kept getting the positioning wrong and it was so annoying I had to keep going in my car driving forward then I drive too far forward then drive back <laughs> then I would have to get back in again and get closer to the thing it was oh so God. annoying and then I had to ask the lady behind me and I was like how did you get the thing like into your car because I can't stretch it this far she was like no you just need to pull it a bit more like you should be mm-hmm. able to do it so anyway the first time I picked up the pump, I pressed the thing. Oh, gosh, I'm not even using any correct terminology here. I'm so sorry to people that are listening. But when I picked up the pump, I pressed the thing and then obviously it goes back to zero so that you can actually start filling up your car again. But then I realised I couldn't fit it in, so I had to put it back on the thing and then get in the car and move the car. So when I went, when I eventually was like, okay, cool, it fits, I, stuck, I tried to... <laughs> I was pushing the thing down, trying to put petrol in my car, and the, the numbers weren't moving. I was thinking... Uh-uh why is no petrol coming out like is this one broken because I can't be bothered with this anymore and then the lady inside the shop on the speaker phone oh, was no. like, pump number one <laughs> 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 you need to press the button on the screen <laughs> oh, oh my days this is so embarrassing so anyway I eventually did it and got my petrol but in the midst of doing all of that I actually considered like not getting petrol at all like I actually considered just driving off because I was like this is actually too much for me Mm. Um, but then I looked back and I saw the queue and I said no there's no way by the time I was leaving the thing 
the queue was like extending like almost outside of Sainsbury's and if you've been to Sainsbury's near my house like for the petrol station queue to come yeah, out of Sainsbury's out, yeah. like uh, it was reaching the main road oh it was just so mad like it was mm. so mad mm. but anyway that wasn't even a big deal for me what the big deal was was on Friday I had a work social and so they booked us all hotels in Westminster so I stayed in London and then I was coming home on the Saturday tired and I was so ill and I was literally just like I just want to get home and like every train and tube that I got on I would literally just be like okay just like just two more trains just one more train or whatever I got to my station and I was like okay cool I'm like finally here the bus was coming in six minutes I was like good Anyway, so I'm sitting down, wait for the bus. Six minutes go by, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 35 minutes go by. The bus finally turns up. The bus driver's like, yeah, I'm not going back. I'm thinking, what do you mean you're not going back? He was like, the queue to get from the station to the roundabout is 40 minutes. That's normally a three-minute drive, by the way. <laughs> he was like, it's 40 minutes. And he was like, I've told all the buses not to come this way and not to go back that way. And he was like, you're better off walking. If you know where I live, the walk from the station to my house is about day, like 40 minutes. But I had like both of my bags and they were really heavy. It took me over an hour to walk home. Mm. Wow. It was actually just the maddest thing. And I was like, there's also no point getting a taxi because it'd be the same thing. It's you just stand in the traffic. Mm. so sad man so sad mm. oh gosh the, the the trouble this thing has caused yeah mm. is well it's actually well even like when me <clears throat> that anyone's leaving the house now ah. whose car can be used though who needs their <laughs> petrol this weekend though is now rationing like who's taking the risk now who's gonna drive everybody everybody's now jumping in, in the same car because we don't want to waste it do you know what I mean like it's mm. actually mad yeah that's so true. mad um but yeah hopefully there's some there's some improvement this week because this cannot continue oh it's um, gonna continue i know <laughs> because i was coming home where was i was it what, what's today was it yesterday i don't know i was coming home one time mm. yeah yesterday mm. and it was like no yesterday one crazy I was, I was coming back and it was like it was late basically mm. People were still queuing Absolutely. for petrol on the A13. A13 mm. and I saw A13. it yesterday on the way back. I was like, what is this? And you know, you know it's mad when people are actually queuing on the on at the petrol stations on the motorway because it's like that petrol there is even expensive. The fact that you have to queue up and mm. get petrol just shows how desperate people are for petrol. Mm-mm. yeah I was on the where was I dri- I was driving to Kent on Saturday evening um and on the A127 like the queue was actually nuts and it's just so weird because like I didn't the the where where I was was like you know that half roundabout thing do you guys know what I'm talking about if you're coming from my house to like Wards Grays or Basildon or London or whatever and there's that half roundabout that you have to slow down and do 40 yeah there. with them with the McDonald's and the BP I don't know if there's a McDonald's but there's a BP share there's a um, McDonald's on the other side it's like near Basildon Langdon oh yes yeah yeah um 
that road like as you come off it it goes from 40 to 70 like straight away and yeah. it's like a bit of a roundabout so you can't really see like what's going on on the other side there was like such a big queue then people were driving so fast and then people would have to suddenly like break just to like get onto the 70 and it was just oh gosh the queue was actually just so mad and at first I was thinking like what's going on because on my maps it wasn't showing that like the road was still blue it wasn't showing that there was traffic and then I realized that oh everyone's just queuing up for petrol so as you guys know we always do a song of the week and this time it's my my turn to do the song of the week so um honestly i didn't know what song to pick so i was going to pick a song that i've been playing a lot lately and it's rugger um is it rugger or ruga i don't know rugger um abu dhabi and it's off his ep pandemic which came out in the pandemic so yeah um (laughs) this song this song is really good i don't know like i didn't actually know about him i actually don't know the song you're talking about by the way me neither um i don't know um if you guys listen to my playlist it's the second to the last song (laughs) i listen to your playlist don't even try that (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah oh wait now i want to do another song okay no let me stick to this one but, yeah. <laughs> go on and treat us with another song what's the song you really want to do um omale understand Omale. oh yeah i love that song i love that song like i don't know the way i dance to it yeah the way i dance to it as well is a bit weird i don't know like <laughs> tell me has a dance to something if you can see the routine no. in my head you guys will actually cry <laughs> Like okay, so you know the you know the um, video that I really liked last year of um um Aki on Popo dancing, but it was oh, Popo that's yes. dancing. Yes. Like someone post, someone post. <laughs> okay, let me give the backstory. Yeah, so I think like two weeks ago, um, Omale came out like on the internet with his girlfriend, and within like a couple of days, apparently they now found that the girlfriend has been cheating. Omale unfollowed the girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> And someone like that, yeah. And obviously, everyone's been listening to the song Understand, yeah. So someone now posted that video, put understand, like, over it, yeah. <laughs> and said that while while Omele is crying with heartbreak, we're all here doing, <laughs> doing this dance. Is that the same song? dance that was, like, to that Burner Boy song? Yes, that yeah, is. Yeah, that's crying. Like, under, under. Yes, like, imagine just doing that I feel like it fits, though. It does. If not, honestly, I'll I'll send you the tweet. It's even my friend that tweeted it. I'll send you the tweet. It's so like I just kept on watching the video. I was like, we're all here dancing this song where Omelay is really just <laughs> he's really trying to understand how he's the really heck... trying to understand oh, how the heck... <laughs> that is funny. So yeah, I don't know which song is going to be on the playlist. I don't know, but um... we'll spoil them with two. Okay, we'll put two. So it'll be rather. I didn't even talk about the damn the other song. That mm. that song is really good. Um. I don't know, it's like, his sound is a bit different to mm. everyone else that's out. I don't know if anyone has heard the song Bounce. Is it Bounce? Yeah. We go there, booty, and why? Yeah, same guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we'll put both songs, ooh, get a little bonus. We'll put both songs on the playlist. The playlist is on Spotify and it's on Apple Music. We'll also link it in our story on Mondays. And yeah, so it was going to be Ruga, Abu Dhabi, and Omele Understand lovely guys i just eat it's um nigerian independence day on friday mm. 
God day. Someone tweeted. That's actually all we need to say. Someone tweeted today that um, oh, you know this app is dying when there's no Nigerians making yeah, movies about I independent. I'm thinking, literally a year when there's ago, no Nigerians doing what? There's no there's no Nigerians like making noise about it on there. That's how you know that this app oh, is dying. Goodness. I was people are like the app is dying or are people dying? Oh, oh, and now and now. Because I was just thinking, like, literally a Recently, year ago, yeah, literally a year ago, people were like, it was around this time that people started doing like the NSARS protest. And mm-hmm. do you really think that people are going to be shouting in Nigeria? Like, I think a lot of people here kind of now um, understand why a lot of Nigerians in Nigeria don't really like go mm-hmm. on about independence like we used to. And mm-hmm. I think what I think what it was for us before, because obviously. We live here, not in Nigeria. I think it was not so we're celebrating Nigeria. I think we're just celebrating being Nigerian, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, mm-hmm. just how cool we are and, like, how talented we are <laughs> and stuff like that. But really and truly, what is there to shout about? The mm. exchange rate What is what? Um, 760. I think it's like 760 yeah. naira to the pound. I mm. feel like it's going up as we speak. Yeah. Poverty. People are being killed. Um, What else? Just loads so of stuff. Much. It's like, do so Nigerians even have Twitter at this point? Yeah, no Twitter in Nigeria. Like, like, what the on. hell was going on? Like, mm. imagine if, imagine if the Twitter ban happened during NSARS. Hmm. How would we have known what the heck is going on Honestly. over there? Honestly. So, like, what exactly are people celebrating? Like, it's a fair, like, Nigeria is just a fair, failed country. Like, mm. it's, and it's, it's sad because I know, like, a lot of our parents, like, their plan was never to stay here for this long, if that mm. makes sense. Because mm. I remember my mum and dad were speaking to me the other day and they were talking about, like, when they came came back, because they were actually born here, but when they came back, like, they saw, like, those of people that were here before, like, buying houses. Like, you know when you get a mortgage, they'll be like, mortgage 25 years. They're like, ah. mm. if you get mortgage 25 years, how long, how long do you want to be here? Mm. <laughs> mortgage is nearly finishing. That's mm. how long they do you know what I mean? That's mm. how long they've been here and that and you could tell that that was never actually mm. the plan. Mm. And it's just crazy to me how like their plan has just been washed away because mm. of, a, of a place like and it's and the thing is it's crazy because it's not not like the UK is a million times better, but obviously it is in like various ways, but this place is also crap as well and it's just like you just have no choice but to be here. I mean, imagine if Imagine if the UK, imagine if Nigeria was like the UK now. I think a lot of people would put up with Nigeria. Do you know what I mean? Like people mm. would deal with it the way that we are. But yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. Mm. It's a very emotive topic. I can't even like. Yeah. Mm. But, I'm, I'm so, to be honest, we should really get, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like in the next couple of weeks just to do like because we know we did the episode last year with um Mufasa and Tumika maybe we can get, I don't know an update I, I don't know how to, how to, how to <laughs> not a check in like I get what like, you mean not like when coming over now to London it's true fam do you it's know what I mean true. oh maybe the connection will be stronger oh gosh <laughs> literally strong how many times did the base drop out oh god mm. it's me editing that episode boy hey boy. <laughs> So many cutting and snapping and snipping, I said it is well when I uploaded the pod. 
but I'm just saying maybe we should just I don't know do another one or either get different people I don't know I don't know but mm. it would be good to kind of like yeah let's revisit still yeah we could just revisit the topic again mm. Mm. all right dilemma time I hope you guys are enjoying this segment or because even me Asha, I'm enjoying it but anyway <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> I did have a dilemma prepared but I actually feel like maybe we should do a different one if anyone has one because I've just deeped. It's a dilemma, but it's not really a dilemma. Because no, it's, even if it's not a dilemma. I feel like there's only one correct answer. <laughs> no, but it's fine. Let's hear it. Let's hear no, it. Let's hear it. Let's okay. Hear it. Trigger warning. Um, This dilemma includes topics Mm-mm. or... What? Trigger warning? God damn. Okay. No, it's actually really sad. It includes oh. like... It includes um like topics surrounding death and child death. Anyway... So um I was watching this TikTok today. <clears throat> These girls they have a podcast and I know I said last week I was going to find out what they were called but I, I can't lie I forgot again to do that but um next time shall. Mm-hmm. So basically um the situation is that there's a man and his wife and they had a 2-year-old daughter and they um like sent their child or not sent their child but like they dropped their child off at um the man's mum's home so um her grand like the child's grandmother's house Mm. for the day um whilst he and his wife basically went to work so the daughter um she's like really curious about water and she just loves water she loves bath time all that kind of stuff and the grandmother's house has a pond so Mm. the girl was like playing in the garden or whatever and um the mother the grandmother decided that that was a good time to go and check the washing in the house so she went in the house and then she went to go and put the washing in or take the washing out something to do with the washing shirt she came back outside and the girl had fallen into the pond Mm. so she's now shouting shouting for help the neighbor heard her came over and then they went into the pond and they um took the girl out but it was too late Mm. um i don't know if they called an ambulance i can't remember if that was what happened but anyway passed away so anyway the um mother and the father like came to the house and the grandmother was now like oh please don't call the police don't call the police it was an accident i was um i don't know how it could have happened i was only away from her for a moment this 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 creating excuses basically like um why it's not her fault mm. they, um obviously they called the police and she was charged with negligence child negligence i think it was and was sentenced to three years in prison mm. oh. so she went to prison for three years um it like the wife and the husband didn't want to have kids for like a while so basically the for context it's the lady that's written this dilemma so she didn't want to have um children for like a really long time for like a couple of years i think um and then they ended up getting pregnant again and they had a son Mm. and the mother got released from prison three years later um and they didn't tell the mother the grandmother sorry that they had a baby it wasn't until the grandmother saw them with a pram or something and they were like oh you have a baby like is it a boy or a girl blah 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 um and saying and then she was saying that oh 
when can she see him when can she spend time with him when can mm. he come over when can he come over mm. all this stuff and they were like uh never <laughs> anyway so then um that was that they went home everybody went home then the grandmother now came to the house and demanded to see the child and demanded oh I forgot to even say the husband said right so this is him talking to his mum and he was like our child is never going to spend time with you our child does not have a grandmother anyway so anyway so this this woman um came to the house was demanding to see the child demanding that um the child should spend time with them and saying that she's going to get the authorities involved because Uh they're not allowing her to see her grandchild (laughs) right so I think my first question is I obviously got plenty but I think my first question is like would you how would you have reacted to this sort of news would you have called the police on your mum that was something that I was thinking as well because I'm just thinking I don't know about calling the police do you know what? my mum but at the same time you actually don't know what's happened you can only go by what the grandmother has said I don't know like it's a bit I don't know like sorry Shan did you say the age of this child two? yeah two I'm calling the police 100% because there's no reason for you to leave kids like this is this is a case of like assessing like safe like danger do you know mm-hmm, what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah and I guess as well it probably I'd stand obviously I'm not thinking about my own mother but one <clears> thing <throat> is that obviously my mum's business is centered around kids if that makes sense so I know my mum is trained up like fully and like obviously everyone's you know raised children obviously that grandma's obviously had her own children she's got her son there blah 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 but like there comes to a point where regardless of whether it's family or not everybody that has a contact with your child needs to be someone that can identify danger and and basically prevent it from happening and it's Mm -hmm. clear in that case as a from someone who is two years old like this isn't a case where you're dealing with a teenager. You're dealing with someone who's fully kind of educated and can make a con- like a proper t- decision on their own. A two-year-old cannot do that. What the heck? Why would you think that it is remotely okay to leave a child outside on their own at the age of two and go inside to do laundry it doesn't make sense and for me the reason why again why I recall is as much as it's your mum you don't know whether the reason why she made that decision might be due to some sort of illness or something like obviously like you don't want to think about your mum in that way but the reality is that decision was blatantly wrong there's not anything there's not a single thing that can justify that action um it's not like she was running off to go and save somebody who was... Do you know what I mean? Because I remember there was a case, actually. Sorry to take it off this dilemma, but there was a case where someone was basically looking after their... She was looking after her own children, her own children. And I think one... And they were basically near a lake. And the reason why she took her eye off is because her other child was screaming that they were hurt. 
And then while she went to go and look at the other child for a split second, that's when the other one fell into the lake. And mm. I think in that case, it's very different because, yes, obviously, like, the danger aspect is there. But because she was attending to something that was also a danger or something that was happening, then you can look at that situation and say, in terms of the assessment, actually, there wasn't much she could really do. Yeah. Whereas, like I've just mentioned with this with this grandma situation, I don't know what on earth what kind of laundry needs to be done that you that you need to run into the house to do it and leave the children outside. Why can't you bring them inside and lock the door? So I think in that case, that's the reason why I personally, because I'm not there, I would need someone, the forensic something, to just come in and do what needs to be done, and that can only be done if you go to authorities. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, that that's my that's my stance on it. I don't know what you're thinking, Sharon um uh it's so like it's not hard but it's so hard because obviously that's my mum um I think I'm really glad that like the husband and wife were united in their decision because it seems like obviously the lady like I said the lady was the one that put this um dilemma in Mm. but it's not actually her mum it's her mother-in-law and I'm glad that that this didn't cause a rift between them and stuff and that yeah Yeah, Mm. because I think that would have been like a whole different thing but in terms of would I call my mum would I call the police and my mum like boy like I can't even ever imagine my mum doing like my mum is like the most careful person about like literally everything exactly Um, I can't imagine my mum being like doing that Mm. so it kind of like I hadn't really considered the health aspect in terms of like I mean I don't know if it's like a big consideration really but like I hadn't really considered that Mm. Um, I think it really is because I've heard of so many situations actually where Obviously, you 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 view your parents as like well, which obviously they are. Do you know what I mean? And I mean, in most you know, in situations, you know, you thank God they've got good health, blah blah blah. But really and truly, like old age, like I don't know, I don't know. Okay, you don't have to be old, but do you know what I mean? Like, there's the way that you react to things slows down, and sometimes you yourself you you aren't even fully aware of it. Um, <clears throat> And that's even something like, even like my dad made a comment, like actually some like a simple task, like running somewhere or like running to grab something actually now, even though I can still do it, but actually it's a bit more taxing on the body than it is literally like a few years back. Do you know what I mean? So Mm. that's why I think health, that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind was just health because it means that your, your reaction and your choice is slightly altered and for you to want to leave your your kids with your parents in the first place obviously you trust their judgment you trust mm. that your, your parents are in a good place because people there's some people who know clearly that their parents are not okay enough to handle children do you know what i mean so you would have clearly done that due diligence which is why i think if something happens and in this case like it did you know the, i'm sure the son basically assessed it and so i thought my mum was in a better place to handle them and it's clear that she isn't from the decision that she made um mm. so therefore there must be something that i'm missing that i'm obviously if you've got your own family you're not tuned in 24 7 to what your mum is doing maybe there's something there that i'm missing and maybe she actually needs a bit more help as mm. well so yeah that's why i thought about health but yeah no, mm. i continue with your with your view um so yeah i think i would call the police just because like somebody's dead yeah like can we actually leave it like the child is actually dead and the reason that the child has even died is not because like you've already mentioned it's not because something else life-threatening was occurring it's not like the house was on fire 
and mm. she was like oh my days I need to or like there was a fire in the house she was like, I need to quickly put this fire out mm. um and then she just looked away briefly like she genuinely made this decision to leave the child outside yeah. of the pond in mm. the like by the pond and go and do her laundry like mm. huh yeah I don't know I just feel like yeah like it's just crazy and I think as well like just her reaction to them having a son yeah. like having a new son also just just um uh what's it solidifies why that was the right decision because this woman doesn't sound and she was saying things like I forgot to say this but, but she was saying things like I'm even more sad than you and mm-hmm. stuff like proper gaslighting them no yeah. that's wrong man that's how you know so that's what I mean it's 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 for me anyway the first thing that's come to my mind is that there's a there's a health there's a health thing here and a mental thing here that's that's coming into play mm. um so yeah sense. I would call the police it would be hard to see my mum go to prison I definitely but but um <laughs> your child is someone's gone. got a paint no I'm joking no but um, your child is actually gone like deep that yeah no yeah due to negligence like negligence like that is that is that is a really hefty thing to swallow yeah man yikes okay so my next question is i guess like how would you react to like having your like your mother-in-law or your mother back in your child's like your your second child's life like would you be willing to like forgive and accept that that was an accident that will never happen again or is it like you're actually you don't have a grandmother like would you be taking that stance as like there's no way my child is ever meeting my grandmother I'm his grandmother sorry I mean, in my mind like he doesn't have a grandmother period do you know what I mean for me the first thing is that came to my mind is fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me like if something has happened once yeah I personally think that it would be foolish to let the same situation happen again, regardless of whether things were an accident or not. Mm. And I, it's not, I'm not saying that the child should never meet, but there will never be a situation where you're alone with that child. No way. Like, absolutely mm. no chance. Um, and because of it being soon, I, I, I understand why in the first kind of few years, probably waiting until, you know, the child is in a in a in a bit of an older state just because of the trauma you know losing a a, a young child you just want to be able to see if you've got another child you know you want to see them just go past that age you know what i mean and you want to protect them from anything that could potentially stop you from seeing them grow um and getting older so i understand why they might have shielded off and waited and and probably maybe decided you know they didn't want the mum to be involved particularly Mm. at the age that the child is at you know um but yeah no, i i honestly don't blame them for it and i think the woman is mad herself to even think that she just she can she has the right hmm. and the authority to to say that she's going to use whatever police or whatever to to get access to the child like has the audacity yeah it's it's absolute madness so yeah that's that's i i agree with what they've done to be honest it's, it's mad what about you Tony? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I would leave my child with the grandmother alone. There would always be some sort of supervision because, um, as she said, she is the grandmother. But I honestly don't think, back to the first question, I'm not sure if I would call the police. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. Well, 
my first in- instinct wouldn't be to call the police. It would be that there's an accident. And But at the same time, I'm just thinking, like, how can you be so careless to leave a child that's two? Because obviously I've got younger cousins, so as soon as you leave them, as soon as you not even leave the room, as soon as you turn your head, bam, and you look back, they're already at the other side of the room. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you even... How did you, know, you even fly? Like, and you know, like, babies and, like, children, they're so quick as well. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, this meme where <laughs> they, how they grab the food, like, if they want to grab food, like, the way mm. their hand, like, that just shows you how quick they are. So I don't know how you would... I couldn't even leave a child in a in a living room, let alone a whole garden with mm. anything around. You know what I mean? So... Mm. Definitely careless on her part, and it's you not know, even I like it was actually interesting as well. The fact that like she didn't get into the pool straight away, like that wasn't her instinct. Yeah, her instinct was to mm. call for help. Yeah, like, what? And like get inside the pond. Like I would jump inside the pond head first. Yeah, but it's the fact that because obviously, let's say that um you quick let let's say that this like it was your house, yeah, and the child you quickly came inside the house and you heard I don't know like. How long how long were you gone enough for the child to fall into the pond and then eventually pass away? Because obviously, like I'm just thinking mm. if like a child fell into a pond and I was literally like near like for me for me to be gone, I can't be gone that far into that I couldn't be upstairs mm. in the house or anything. Like if I was doing the laundry, I would be like within I don't know. I don't know how to explain. But I wouldn't yeah, be I so far away that I couldn't go in and I couldn't come run back out and get the child, if that makes sense. So mm. it means that she did not notice. She didn't hear anything. She didn't notice that, like, I don't know. For me, if I'm ba- when I'm babysitting my cousins, like, if I leave them for one minute, I'm already back there, like, hey, mm. what's going on? Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's just the whole situation is very sad. I'm happy that they were able to, like, have a ch- have, an- have another child and things mm. like that. But yeah, I would not leave the grandmother alone with the child. Sorry. That is this so is... painful. That and is... the fact that she's mentioning hmm. um, authorities, the same authorities that took you away. I mean, As in? The audacity. Man. It's the audacity for me. Absolutely. It's too mm. entitled. What? Did mm. 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 you answer, Sarah? Sorry? Did you answer? No, I didn't. I was just going to say, um, yeah, there's no way, there's actually no way in hell or earth or in heaven that I'm actually leaving my child with you alone ever again, like mm-hmm. ever again. Like there's absolutely no way that is ever happening again. And I think it's even because even if I wanted to, the anxiety would actually eat me up. Like I would mm-hmm. not even be able to, like I just couldn't do it. And like, I think it's the thought of like going to the same house, leaving your child again and then saying goodbye and not knowing whether you're going to come back mm. to your child. Like just even that image and picture in my head, like I couldn't, I could never ever do it. Like mm, me either. Oh, of- that is painful what you just that said. Is- yeah, that is so Jesus painful. Jesus Christ, you ain't got to go there. Um, In terms of, like, whether or not the child can ever, like, the child, the mother, oh, gosh, I'm so tired. The grandmother can be in the child's life. Mm. Yes, I think, like, I would eventually allow it, but not in the early stages. Like, that's not necessary. Like, I'm still, I'm literally still 
hurting and grieving my last child mm. and you're actually coming to add stress on top of my head and the woman also said that she even thought that three years was too light like she expected her to get more so it's like you can already tell that like she hasn't actually fully mm. grieved and she's not over it and she doesn't do you know what I mean and mm. I think it's the actual even if I wanted to the fact that you're demanding it like yeah. I'm yeah. going to the house like you you're, know what I mean? you can, you're not you welcome can, you can forget that and I feel like for me even just like the thought of going like dropping my child off at a nursery all that kind of stuff like oh, mm. it's going to be too hard I don't know how I'll ever trust anybody with my child ever again I'm not even going to absolutely lie. that's why I'm happy that my mum owns those businesses boy, because <clears throat> flip and neck that's something that definitely scares me as well honestly boy, um, but yeah man oh, I um, when I was listening to this dilemma what, yeah, where, did, where did you hear it actually um, like I said, I actually can't remember. Basically, these girls, these two girls, they have a podcast and they share the the dilemmas that they get sent in on yeah. TikTok. And so, yeah, there's always like there are always dilemmas there. But I'll repost it onto the story on Monday when this uploads, so that people can watch it because mm. I can't remember what it's called. I'm so sorry. Okay, guys. As always, that was a super long intro. And we'll I know somebody was the... telling me the other <laughs> someone was telling me the other day that we actually take so long to get to the topics. And I was like, oh, it's actually so true. And the topic will be that the episode will be an hour 30 and the topic will be 30 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, shout. <laughs> We're now finally at the topic. And this basically came up when I was listening to a 90s babies uh podcast episode. I absolutely love that podcast. Like, it just gives me mm. solid jokes mm. all the time. It's probably bar bts my favorite podcast mm. anyway so um this was an episode where charlie mace and Ion matthews were featured and they were basically just talking about whether or not women can handle the truth mm. and whether or not you can actually be completely honest and open with your partner and expect them to to take it with grace mm. <laughs> and it kind of just got me thinking like hmm, how true is that like do you believe that you can handle the truth 100%? Hmm. Is that the question you're just going to start off with? Yeah, that's the question. You know me. You know me. I like my questions. Straight to the point. No dilly-dally. Don't kill me. Um, tell me you want to go first. Um, <laughs> I like hearing the truth. I don't know. Um whether I can handle it, that's another, another, that's another, I don't know, another question. Mm. But um, I really like honesty. And whether it's tough love, true love, I don't know. I just feel like you true should just, <laughs> I feel like you just say it as it is and just let me handle the truth as best as I can. And the thing is, men do this thing like, oh, you can't handle the truth. But it's like the but way you that... cheated, though. Oh, God. <laughs> like, what the heck? No, but the way that men like to use this whole "you can't handle the truth" is they always like to use it when it's like a talking stage, and maybe yes, the girl wants more, and the guy's like, "Oh no, nah, I don't really, I'm not really feeling the 
do you know why it is like that's mm. how they that's the it. only time where they that's use the uh... only time that they use that oh women can't handle the truth sorry i don't get it what what do you mean so it's only it's only when it's relating to like oh you know when they're talking stage and a girl's like more interested in a guy than a guy's mm. like oh i just want to do casual it's always about that topic about oh yes like there's i mean it's nothing ever oh, like but, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, you girls can't handle the truth. I was, if, if we were to tell you what... I think the only other we're... one, Tammy, would probably be, oh, the, the topic and conversation about, oh, yeah, let's say you're putting on a bit of weight. Can you handle the truth? That's the only other time. Those two yeah. are the only topics that I hear those them talking about. Mm. When it's causing distress to women. I don't know, like, <laughs> just, those are the other ones. But when it's the other way, oh, have you cheated? That's when you don't know that if we can handle the truth. That's when you'll be saying that, oh, no. We don't. Get out of here, man. They know what they... But these guys... They know what they're doing. Absolutely. Things like, oh, you can't handle it. Bro, it's not about... Because you approached me and you started this thing. And now that I'm in here and I like you, you're now saying that you can't handle the truth because, oh, you, I want more than what you want. Mm. Yeah, man. These men, they, they think they're sly. <laughs> they think they're sly. Like, we've caught you. Don't worry. We've that caught you. Really but yeah, that's. I just feel like that's that's the kind of scenario that men always say that women can't handle the truth and that's the only leg that they have to stand on that is hilarious um it's actually funny because i was literally having this conversation um earlier today (laughs) Um, i said that's so funny honestly honestly um and i was having it with my boyfriend actually and um it was funny because he basically was also listening to like another podcast um that was talking about the weight the weight aspect but then he kind of linked it to other things and he was like okay I think the the example he gave was let's he gave that talking stage situation but he was like but um if you were to tell a girl directly like oh yeah like this is this is what it is or this or I'm gonna go and link another babe or like I'm do you know I mean like girls can't handle that whereas guys are more likely to to handle that and I said to him that's what a crap I said, that's a load of crap. And I said that when people say about the whole, can women handle it? Why must the handling mean that I have to agree with you? That doesn't mean that I have to... No, this is a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, handling information does not mean I have to accept and be happy (laughs) with what you're presenting to me. That doesn't mean I can't handle it. It means I'm telling you, I've taken it in and this is my response. I think guys only tend to view that (laughs) handling thing when it's just not aligning with what they're viewing. And that's not life. And I mentioned to him that, you know, as well, in terms of like, oh, yeah, women care too much. Women are this, women are that. And I said that, look, like the caring aspect doesn't always have to be in terms of like feeling. So I was linking it back to that whole kind of like, you know, if a guy, if we're seeing a guy and then like he's linking another girl or whatever, then he comes and tells you that. And I was like, it's not even the case of like, oh, like I really care and there's so much feelings. But it's like there's just certain things that like, I just don't feel like you you need to volunteer that information. Like, if you're volunteering that information to me, it means you're obviously signaling something. So, like, if a guy's telling me that, oh, yeah, um, actually, I'm I'm chatting to Bear Gal, obviously, like, if we're not together... <laughs> we're not together. No, if I'm, I'm chatting to Bear Gal... I'm, I'm, I'm literally repeating how they said it on the Half Past Podcast. Like, I'm chatting to Bear Gal, like... I'm gonna, it's not a case of me not being able to handle that, but you telling me that must mean you want me to take something away from it because otherwise, yeah, why and are you my response me? to that might be like, okay, cool, but we can't chat anymore. And yeah, that's fine. And not even just that, Sharon, but it's like, okay, maybe you're doing that because 
um you think maybe I have misunderstood what this is. Yeah. But or maybe mm. I can be like, actually, yeah, that's cool. So am I. Like, yeah, exactly. And this is my point. This is my <laughs> but this is my point. My point is in that case, even if I'm like, okay, I can't lie to you, that that sounded a bit weird. It's not because I care that I yeah, like I wanna I wanna be with you. It's just a case where if you're saying it, I'm gonna take that as you meaning something else. So linking mm. it back to being able to handle the truth, this is the issue that. The, the guys always think that girls have to just be silent or not react and then that means that they've handled the truth no i can accept the truth even if you're and silent. i cannot like what it is and it might not even be the truth no it might not be the truth it might not even be the truth no but it's true that's the thing guys assume a lot of things and they think oh this is the truth this is the truth this is not the truth like i'm okay it's okay for me to disagree with something and it doesn't mean that i can't handle it it's because i don't believe that that is the truth what do you mean you don't believe it's the truth so like for example okay so okay guys will be like oh um let's say oh yeah like you yeah you've caught feelings you can't handle the fact that oh um so with the concert back to the concert i was given you know then the guy's like oh yeah i'm chatting to other girl whatever and then he comes to tell you that and then guys might be like, oh, yeah, girls can't handle the fact that guys speak to other girls or are seeing other girls. And I could be like, actually, you telling me it is implying that you feel like I have misunderstood the situation. Oh, yeah. So, but actually, that's a lie because I have understood it and you didn't need to go there. So that's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, me yeah. not being able to handle it. That's me saying you've, you've made a mistake here. Do you get my yeah. point? No, yes. Oh, my days. And do you know, this gets me so mad. Wow, I was fuming today. No, this like, gets oh, me so mad because honestly, one thing, that, one thing that really irritates me is when people like overstate their role oh, and importance in your life. Jesus. Like they'll be like, yeah, you know. um <laughs> <laughs> Let me reel it in. But basically, you know, some people just overstay and um, overplay the way that they they think you feel about them yes. and then make yeah. basically yeah. decisions based on that. And yes. it's like, you've now assumed... It's, sometimes they don't even tell you the truth. They actually make the decision for you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like, yeah. They won't even tell you, oh, like, you know, I don't want anything serious or I'm chatting to other people or blah, 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 blah. They'll just bypass that step entirely, assuming that you're not going to be able to handle it. Yes. Like, yeah, so basically, I just don't feel like this is going to work. And I'm just thinking, but I've been... Like, hold on I've a been, second. Yeah. Like, you're just thinking, like, hold on a second. Like, like I've, honestly, yeah. like, and I've read the where, room. It's not I've read you the can't room, handle like, the truth. It's because the damn truth that you're basing it on is a lie. Yes, exactly. And it's like, I'm not going to lie, like, I assessed the situation months ago. And in my head, I've already... I just didn't yeah. feel like we needed to have that conversation because, like, it's already like, do you know what I mean? Like, we've yeah. already, you know, when you feel like you've already set the parameters of the situation. Yeah. So it's yeah. like we don't need to keep saying, "Oh, by the yeah. way, this is not going to be anything yeah. serious." Oh, yeah. by the way, this is not going to be anything serious because in your mind you've already set the param- parameters and they've already set the parameters and you both know what it is. Do you get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So then yeah. the whole like, oh well, I feel like da 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 based on your. Um, gestures and your mm. this and your that then your do you know what I mean like oh, I don't know it just no one has lie. said anything it's based on a lie yeah it's, exactly it's just, like yeah that's my that's my stance on it and I'm not gonna sit here and act ignorant yes there are girls out there that will kind of you know when is the truth and you know they 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 you know it might be situations where they start acting out and it's just because they can't handle it yes that's the case across both genders it's not just yes, the women both, thing. that's guys both. as well yeah 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Because um, I've definitely been in a situation before where I've just, like, I've said to a guy, like, we weren't even dating or anything like that. Like, he just expressed an interest. And I, like, I was just like, oh, like, I'm not really looking. Mm. And he flipped entirely and basically just, <laughs> just, like, cussing me out. And I was thinking, <laughs> uh, okay. But mm. to me, that's also you not being able to handle the fact that, like, right now I'm just not looking for anything do you get what I mean mm-hmm. so I just feel like like you said it's both genders I don't think anyone yes. necessarily yes doesn't handle handles things worse or handles things better mm. I feel like it's a personality it's just person by person yeah like it's not a gender it's not it's not one of those gender it's topics. a personality I think it's a person it's a person by person thing it's a personality thing like yeah yeah exactly 100 um and <laughs> It, you know linking it to the other topic that men kind of link it to in terms of like the whole weight thing yeah i think what guys again understand it is it's not the fact that one is disagreeing with or someone is disagreeing with what you said you know let's say i put on weight now yeah the truth is i've put on weight like I, as in it's fact do you know what i mean and, and to be fair majority of the time as women we do know when we put on weight we feel it do you know what i mean we're not going to be out here broadcasting it every single day oh we put on weight we put on weight like we know um and when a guy comes and tells us like again this is this is what i mean in terms of being able to handle the truth is different is is not just about um what do you call it agreeing and just and being silent like you're okay to challenge or you're okay to not be happy with the delivery because of the way that Mm. of the context do you know what i mean and mm. that doesn't mean that you can't handle the truth the truth is fine i understand what you're saying but actually the way that it's being delivered as well and kind of what are you trying to get out of this is mm. where i think the issue really lies and yeah. i feel like with women we tend to assess more when we come to somebody to tell somebody something we've assessed it all and we've 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 analyzed the situation we've okay we've we've we thought about it and said okay cool it's better for me to present it this way and this is kind of you know how i can you know stop the damage control from happening or whatever do you know what i mean let me let me present it maybe not in the group chat or let me speak to the person at this particular time do you know what i mean like we assess mm. something, we assess the situation more than men. That's the way I personally think anyway. So that's why I feel like with men, they tend to make an error here. Not all men, by the way, sorry, I didn't mean to generalise, but some men make an error here and they literally just go in and be like, okay, cool, like I should be free to tell my partner everything, which you should be. But at the same time, there is things called respect. Respect is there. Like you, there's a way that you can phrase things and you can put things and also you know, when you're coming to somebody with something like a weight thing, especially if you know just genuinely that a weight thing is a sensitive topic to them, package it in a way where you've got a solution or you've got something they can do. Like, don't just out here say it like that. And it's not a case about them not being able to handle the truth. It's just about being able to respect them and know how to deal with different people. Like, that's Mm. not about delivering the truth. At At the end of the day, the message is still being given to that person. When someone doesn't handle the truth in that case is when they come back to say, um, no, I've not put on weight, actually, you're wrong. Um, that's wrong. Um, you know what I mean, like, that's where women can't, that's where you would say someone can't handle the truth. Where yeah. someone is questioning the way that you've, you've done it, it means that you yeah. haven't fully assessed the situation well enough and you haven't come to it, but they're not disagreeing with the, the actual thing that you are saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like delivery is so important with mm. all these kind of things. Like mm. sometimes I think people conflate like not being able to handle the truth with 
like you've already mentioned like not being satisfied with the delivery like at the end of the day like even if you think I've done something wrong or like you want to correct the way that I've done something or you don't like I don't know like I've put on weight and stuff like that Mm. you can still use grace like you can still like have grace in the way that you deliver a message like I don't know I just don't think like going up to someone like oh you've put on weight like you're you're just eating anyhow don't care about your don't care about your appearance anymore just embarrassing me like I'm so sorry but <laughs> there has to be if love there you, man there's way that you because deliver I don't things. believe what you're saying. okay I would never slap anyone but you know what I mean like mm. it's not because I don't agree that I've put on weight like yes I can agree with that but it doesn't mean that you've got to be rude about it and mm, I feel like yeah. another thing that men sometimes do and they'll be like oh women don't know how to handle the truth is that they are actually they're just a walking contradiction like they'll say one thing do another do one thing say another say one thing say another and then they'll be like oh women can't handle the truth for example now you might have a girl and a guy that are like seeing each other whatever and Mm. the guy is um saying that oh he doesn't want anything serious Mm. well no he's yeah he's saying that he doesn't want anything serious but then he's doing the complete opposite or vice versa where he's like acting like he wants something serious but is saying that he doesn't so that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and then when somebody comes to you and they're like they've been doing one thing but then saying another and the girl questions it mm. it's all of a sudden like oh you don't know how to handle the truth and it's like mm. okay no I do know how to handle the truth but you're saying that you don't want anything serious but like you've been doing it's a, true. B, C, it's true. a to Z Z to A and then A back to Z again like what does that even mean mm. yeah no I think you're absolutely right there and um that's also something that I think feeds into it as well in terms of the the misalignment between what's being said and kind of actions. Mm. Um, that's where there's confusion. And that's why it's not a case about handling the truth, but it's just the, the truth is a bit blurry because actually I can't see a clear truth here yeah. because there's just two, there's two different things being presented to me. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, with women, you know, if a guy is saying something and then acting another way, we we it's hard to say which one is right. And I think we've had this conversation before in terms of is yeah. is actions more valuable, is words more valuable, and at the end of the day, they're both equally as important. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's hard to assess which one to put over the other. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have a clear truth because how am I meant to know which one I'm meant to follow? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this some sort of game? Like I don't have time for this. <laughs> so um, honestly yeah yeah. it can actually be so confusing and I've definitely been in positions before where like my friend will be like I don't know like I don't get it like he's saying this but he's doing this and it's hard because I also am like yeah I also am confused because part of you will be thinking like when I'm speaking to my friends or whatever I'll be thinking but is he just is he not is he saying he wants he wants something really serious and that he cares about you and like he loves you or whatever but then not really showing up because he's actually busy. Like he actually mm. works hard. Do you know what I mean? And like, I was having mm. this conversation literally with my friend, like, was it like two or three weeks ago? And I was just like, that sort of thing is actually very confusing. And I can see why you're confused. Like somebody would be telling you, oh, I love you, like this, I like that, you're the only one for me. And then their actions, you don't feel like you're, you're seeing it through what they're mm. doing. Mm. So then mm-hmm. if he now turns around and he's just like, well, I told you, I told you, um, that I love you, so I don't know why you're moving mad. Da, da, da. This is why women can't handle like, huh? Mm, exactly. That's what I mean. It's a walking contradiction, fam. <laughs> no, that's true, yeah. man. boy. But um, 
yeah no I, I like i said i think that's basically sums it <laughs> no yeah i'm trying to think was it i actually think i um i listened to a little bit of that of the episode but um i think the rest of the stuff that they spoke about was actually quite different to that how do you feel like men handle things like oh yeah i don't i don't think this is working or i don't want anything serious like them wanting something serious and the girl being like no i don't want it Mm. I think it's actually then let me think about this I don't know if Tammy you want to go first um I, honestly I don't know mm. never been in, never been in that position I'm sorry. um <laughs> um I don't know do you know I, what I think yeah sorry I, I remember there was somewhere there was something I was listening to where they were talking about for example like as men you're naturally you're naturally um you're more what is it what's the word you've dealt with rejection more than women in the sense of mm. you know like they were talking i think actually probably might have been the same goddamn podcast yeah where they were talking about gone sorry i was gonna say it wasn't that episode i think it was on with nella yeah uh yeah 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 you're right um the one where they were talking about kind of you know um men face rejection and deal with rejection quite a lot Mm. in terms of when they like you know scope out a girl they move to a girl blah 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 mm. um you know they have to kind of always assess that and you know they they go they go in for it even when they know there's a slight chance or a, a, a big chance actually that they could be rejected <laughs> um and we, I'm sure we've all we've all been in a situation like that but anywho um so in that case you would think that because of that they should be more um, I don't even know what the word is, but adept to like handling that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. But I actually don't think that that's fully the case, and I think it depends on how deep the situation is. So, for example, if it's like someone that you've been speaking to for a minute, and actually, like you know, you're kind of cool, and then all of a sudden, maybe there's a change of mind or something. Mm. <laughs> I think that's when they start to move mad because they've assumed that you co-signing at the beginning has basically mean that they that their work here is done that they you you basically signed up to them if that makes sense I don't know if what I'm saying is, is too far stretched but in my opinion you know if a guy moves to you on the street and then you know you know as women obviously we we do tend to give out our number sometimes just because of a safety reason because we just don't know who the heck this guy is and we don't even want to deal with you know having to say no and then you know all that sort of stuff so sometimes yeah but sometimes some men would just take that as okay cool she's feeling she's feeling man Mm. so then they assume that they've done their work and stuff and that was the case of you know what i mean deciding if this girl was really it like i've done my part but no honey like a girl is free to (laughs) you know what I mean basically say no nah, I'm not feeling that and I think that switch up is when I see men moving the maddest mm, where they thought the that the baby secured and then they realize she's not rather than the initial beginning rejection I feel like that next level rejection is where they don't they haven't they don't really react well mm. um and also another big part is I don't I don't care what guys say like the, their circle their boys they play a big factor in my opinion anyways in when it comes to rejection and you know if 
for example, you've been chatting about a babe in a group chat or... And to be fair, like, this might be both ways. Because, you know, for example, where you start chatting to somebody or you mention, oh, yeah, this person here, I moved, I spoke to them and all that. It's like sometimes when you say something, then all of a sudden they just go downhill. Mm. In those cases as well, I feel like when guys have their boys in their ear or if their boy's there and have seen it, they just feel like they have to move mad because their boys are watching or... Do you know what I mean? Like, they need to act tough. They can't just accept it and then just move away. They have to bring in that manliness or something. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, um, yeah. yeah, that's when I think guys just move mad. But um, overall, I don't, I don't think that guys are that good at dealing with rejection when, when it's a shocker. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, <laughs> if, they really, if they really do believe that they secure the baby, then she says no. I think that's when they're like, whoa, like, what the heck? How have I got this so wrong? Mm. But yeah, that's my opinion, Sha. I mean, what, what about you guys? I said how I said my point. No, oh, I'll I'll have have my oh sorry. Um, how do I feel that men react to rejection. Like rejection and stuff? Um, honestly, I feel like it's a case by case situation. I feel like though, without trying to generalise, I feel like in my life, anyway, Shab, before somebody comes and says that, I'm generalising. I feel like in my experience, men haven't handled it the best. I feel like I've definitely, like, experienced some situations where, like, the reaction was so unwarranted. Um, Mm. And with me as well, like, oh, gosh, I really hate, like, I just hate, like, making someone feel awkward or, like, putting people's egos down and stuff like that like it makes me feel awkward I just find the whole situation awkward but sometimes you actually have to do it because if you're not feeling the person and you're not feeling the person what else are you supposed to do like do you know Mm. what I mean Mm. um like Beatrice said I've definitely sometimes just given out my number for the sake of peace um and I feel like yeah even in those situations like guys can move a bit weird Mm -hmm. uh however I can't like there was one time I had a really good experience of like rejecting someone does that even make any sense yeah but um it was just very smooth and I actually proper respected the guy afterwards and I was like wow like he actually took that really Mm. well so I don't know but I can't lie I've not had like I haven't had many of those and I think for me to even say oh wow that was that was a good that a good rejection Mm. experience like it just goes to show that I haven't had many if that makes Mm. sense Mm. um I do feel like yeah like for a guy like an ego is like a really big thing and especially if there's people around like yeah you kind of have to be careful because the way that some people move after is just like it's actually mm. actually mad mm. it's true um i know we were talking about like you know <clears throat> you mentioned obviously because it was charlie mason i matthews that were speaking on this about women but actually if we take it out of kind of like men to women and and just look at women in general so like when in terms of like friendships yeah Mm. does the same thing apply as in women to women yeah um give context so we've said for example that women can we think that actually women can handle the truth Mm. but it's just more about the delivery Mm. But when it's coming from another babe, or if it's coming like from your girl, mm. does that change? Do you think that actually we can still mm. handle it, or do you think it becomes a bit more technical now because it's coming from 
a woman as well. Mm. I can't lie, I think I'm really good at handling that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I Well, I don't know, maybe that's because I feel like most of my friends speak to me with respect. So mm. maybe that's why it's easy for me to handle. It's generally, all you're really trying to handle in that moment is the truth. It's not trying to handle the truth and the disrespect in the way that they've also delivered it. Mm. So um, I think for me anyway, I've had generally good experiences with people coming to me to tell me about myself. Like I haven't found it like disrespectful. So I think I've been able to handle it well. In terms of like me telling my friend about themselves, yeah, I can't lie. Like most of the time it's good, but I've definitely had some experiences where I'm just like, well, it was mm. never that serious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, anyway, I, I think you're right. Um, and I think that, like I said, women, I feel like are more likely to have done a bit more due diligence before coming to go and tell someone something. Mm. So in that case, when when something is presented to you, it it really is about whether you can hack it. Mm. Don't get me wrong, there are some women who don't know how to do like who aren't good at delivery and stuff. But like, I feel like it's probably a bit more of a challenge to take it from a woman than it is to take it from a man. Really, I think so. I think so. I think, like I said, it's because I, I, I assume that men, anyway, maybe I'm just, maybe just from my own personal experiences, but if someone's coming to check me, I'm I'm more, I don't know, it's a bit more harder to swallow coming from women because I know that you've actually, you've actually thought about this. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't, I don't it. know if I understand what you're saying. So yeah, you're saying looking... that from a guy, like he may it might just be like a split second decision to tell you about that then and there whereas like a woman might have thought about it more so it's like it's actually the truth truth not like not like the guy where he maybe just made like an assumption based on what just happened in the moment is that what you mean yeah that's that's one that's one aspect of it and I think the other aspect is just I don't know I think as women I don't even know how to phrase it maybe Maybe there is no way to phrase it, but just the way how I feel, like, maybe it's just me the way I feel. Um, But I definitely think that hearing something from a woman, I think, requires me to swallow, swallow my pride a bit more than to take it from a man. Is that because of, is that, is that because swallow your pride a bit more? Is that because you feel like your rebuttal has to be solid? okay, you don't feel like you can be, like, completely honest. No. That is exactly it, actually. I think it's about how... <laughs> that me knowing you. <laughs> no, but it's right. I think it's, I think it's about how I then react. I, I have to be a lot more calculated with my reaction or, like, my actual initial feelings when it comes to women than it comes to from a man doesn't like, that just prove the point that these boys were saying about women not being able to handle the truth if you feel like you can't be completely free no, but I, that's your... why i'm saying that i feel like with women though it's it's a different case oh <clears throat> this is what i mean so i i'm saying that with a with with guys i feel like handling the truth is a bit more easier to swallow than handling the truth from a woman because of 
when it comes to handling that truth and then communicating back, I just think that with, with women, you have to be a bit more calculated when coming from a woman not not just because about delivering to a woman it's about it coming from a woman to a woman and then going back to a woman i don't know if what i'm saying is is making sense but it's just about the woman to woman not about just because of a guy having to give information to a to a woman i know i'm saying bare women's <laughs> so i don't know if that um if that's clear but mm. i think i do get what you mean i think you're i i think from what you're saying I understand and this is what I understand so correct me if I'm wrong that with women your rebuttal has to be a little bit more calculated and more thought through because the way they may they may receive your reaction to what they've just told you about yourself it might be it might come across as you not being able to handle the truth whereas Mm -hmm. a man if you're saying this to a man he might just be like okay cool she's just expressing like how she feels based on what I've just said I feel like that's more likely to be the case there Yes. really yeah i actually do i don't know i think as women sometimes when we hear from another woman if okay so if if someone wants to come and tell me something right if like things are okay and maybe i'm i'm downplaying it because um i'm not thinking of someone who's like your closest friend or something i'm just i'm just thinking of just generally as women yeah if i were to get like an information delivered to me from a man and then from a woman I'm more likely to pause a bit more when it's coming from a woman than I am with a man I don't know okay. if that if, if that makes it any easier to explain what I mean so like if a woman okay so let me give you an example and maybe you can explain maybe it doesn't make a difference but let's say let's go to the putting on weight one yeah Mm. if a a guy that you were talking to said oh yeah you're putting on weight or something like yeah baby you're putting on weight that's that and then a woman has come to you who's your friend, not your close close friend, but just like a friend, you know what I mean? You're still cool. And has said to you, oh, girl, you're putting on weight. Are you taking them the same? If you're, so not my close friend, we're just cool. <laughs> like, you're, you're cool. Like, because obviously, okay, so maybe... What is my should... concern? What is your concern with my weight? Like, if I don't, if we're just cool, I'm assuming I see you every Okay, so you know what, let me, okay, you know what, let me actually say it is your closest friend. Oh, it's my close friend. She's come to tell me I've put on weight. Yeah. I think I'd rather it come from my friend than my guy, you know. Mm. Because I think, like, with your guy, bruv, you must re- <laughs> You must go away. <laughs> <laughs> you must be heavy. Like, you must have put on weight. With your girl... Well, you're saying a girl will notice things. Actually, wait. Do you know what? It's so hard. It depends on the person. It really depends on the person. I think, yeah, you're right. It does depend on the because person. Because there's some there's some of my friends, like, for example, let me say Adesola. Adesola stays saying I'm slim. Like, I don't know how she keeps saying this. Like, she's been saying I'm slim since I was, like, 18. I'm 24. I've put on weight. Like, I'm not <laughs> slim anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But Adesola keeps saying, oh, yes, I am slim. Yes, I am slim. So if Adesola now turned around to one day and was like, 
yeah, you've put on weight. I've put on weight. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I just want to stay saying I'm slim, even when I've put on weight. Yeah. So I think in that in that scenario, I'm actually I'm actually booking a PT that day. <laughs> if, it's, if it's my man saying I've put on weight, if it's who? If it's my man yeah. saying I've put on weight, again, that's somebody that sees me often. So if he's actually noticed that I've put on weight, again I feel like I would just be like right I've actually put on weight so like with both of those people I don't think my reaction would be like on my days like you know I'm so hurt and offended by what you've just said Mm. if a random not a random person but let's say there's somebody that you're cool with but you're not really close with and they've come to tell you that you've put on weight like I'm just gonna literally be like what is your business with that Mm. Mm. like it just doesn't concern you like okay Mm. thank you (laughs) yeah I don't know. I think for me, um, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it, but I just feel like for, and maybe it's because I'm trying to take myself out of the context of my own self. So like with me genuinely, I have very direct kind of relationships with my friends. So I can be as honest, but I know that a lot of girls don't have that. So for a girl to come and tell you something like that, I just feel like it's a lot deeper than a guy. And therefore, it's a bit of a tougher thing to swallow because, you know, for a girl to have come to this point of coming to tell you this, it must be mad. Mm. Or like, they really must feel convicted that they couldn't let it go. Whereas guys were more likely... (laughs) Like I mentioned, you know, with this whole, like, guys just immediately, like, guys might ponder on it for a couple of days and then just boom. Whereas a girl will be thinking, ah, do I say this? Do I not? Mm, and I, mm, and I, mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I'm hearing something from a woman, I really have thought in my mind, you have probably pondered on whether you want to come and tell me, tell me this for a while or for a bit, a lot longer than I think a guy would. Therefore, this is something that, is 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 it just a bit more for me to digest because it must really get to you like it must be something that's doing you like that i don't know if 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 that makes sense maybe i'm just yeah, no. I'm expressing myself I, I think i do get what you're trying to say i think it just goes back to the point that we were saying earlier about like women just spend a bit longer thinking about how we're mm-hmm. thinking about whether or not they should say something and if they decided that they should how best they should Mm. talk about it mm. and like I'm actually that type of girl so I actually get it like it doesn't matter who I'm talking to whether it's a girl or a guy mm. hmm. actually it depends on it depends on the person man <laughs> I have some girlfriends who are very like they're just direct people so if you're mm-hmm. gonna be direct you're gonna have to take it directly as well like I ain't got time to be thinking about <laughs> I ain't got time to be thinking about different adjecti- adjectives and synonyms like I just don't mm. but with my friends that are a bit more sensitive yeah it's very calculated the way I address it because mm. I'm obviously trying to deliver the message in a way that is going to be received without mm. backlash mm. whereas mm. with guys my guy friends like yeah some of the yeah I can't lie you're actually so right with my guy friends I just I really just say how it yeah exactly exactly I literally just say exactly how it is Mm. it's weird I don't know yeah 
I don't really have any more to add on that one. I just thought that was an interesting perspective. I can't lie. I don't even know if we've answered the question. Like, I feel like this has been ah, the most... What was the... <laughs> we've gone around in circles maybe like 12 times. <laughs> what was the question? I thought we've answered it the first time. Yeah, we did. But I feel like this this new dilemma that you brought to the table, like, I feel like... <laughs> I'm actually so done. But, um... Long story short, Sha, I feel like women can handle the truth. And that is more around the the delivery aspect. And yeah. guys need to get over this whole women don't can't handle the truth just because she doesn't just because, you know, she might think that the truth is wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like people should even allow people to like express whether or not they agree without getting offended. Like mm-hmm. especially if you're making a decision that's gonna affect both of you. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some people mm-hmm. actually stay just telling you instead of actually asking for your opinion, which I just think mm. is exactly. a bit mad, personally. Very, very. But cool. Okay, that we've given you guys a long one on the topical. <laughs> I beg, right. don't come and start saying this one was 10 minutes. I feel like it was at least 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, make sure you guys follow us on our socials, on Twitter and on Instagram. That is BTSpod underscore. Make sure you guys leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us as well on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that you guys get a notification when we drop an episode. We drop it on Mondays early morning for you people that go on your early commute. So we got you guys for real. Um, so yeah, I think that's basically it. Nothing more to add. Have a lovely rest of your day or whenever you're watching whenever you're listening to this and we will be back with another episode next week monday bye bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com